Good morning. So, one of the good morning. Welcome. One of the first. Oh, first of all, yeah. First of all, uh, we well, we'd like to wish a happy birthday tonight, tomorrow. We'll wish you again tomorrow morning. But we just discovered today that your birthday is Tzadkaj. So, Amen. Amen. Happy birthday, Asher. Okay, so one of the new things introduced about today. Oh, what's special about today is that tonight's your birthday. So um, one of the new things introduced in the parsha this week um, is the one of the biggest things in Judaism. One of the things that almost uh, we say makes someone a Jew is uh, the bris milah, the circumcision. Right, the first person to be circumcised in in, in Tyra is in this week's parsha, which is Avram. Avram was 99 years old, right, and God told him to circumcise himself, um, and he did it. And eventually, Yishmael, his 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 first son did it, and then Yitzchak. Um, and but the first time it's mentioned, the first person that did it in the Torah was Avram in this week's parsha. Now, um, I want to discuss the significance of that mitzvah and the significance of the fact that Avram did it. There's a lot of meaning to it. And I'll present it with the following question. A very interesting question. Um, we're taught that Avram actually knew the entire Torah, even before it was given. And all uh, the Avais uh, did, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, they all knew the whole Torah before it was given. And they, they did it. They performed it. They followed and they practiced Judaism even before Avram was the first Jew, not just discovering God, but he actually practiced Judaism. Um, even before the Torah was given. It's brought down in the Gemara. It's brought down in the Yeshiva Shem Ve'ever. There was a lot of people preaching God's, uh, the knowledge of God, but also Torah. They, they, they followed the mitzvahs. Um, so the question is, 99 years. Avram, according to the oldest opinion, I think Avram was 48, when he fully discovered God. There's many different opinions. Three years old, different ages. But I think 48 is the oldest opinion. Um, so from 48 to 99 is many years. Avram knew the whole Torah and practiced the Torah. What took him so, for sure starting from 88? That's what I'm saying. 48, 48. For sure starting from 48. So what? No, I mean, what before he knew he was a Jew? No, after. Once he discovered God, eventually. So what took so long for him to perform a circumcision on himself? One of the big mitzvahs in Torah. Not only we see, I mean, I know. So obviously, it's a difficult thing to do. <laughs> Not that everything else in Judaism is so easy to do, but the question becomes um, bigger when we. Right. Exactly. So she's capable of it, and we find interesting that um, with this can be a, the simple answer is that God commanded him to do it. No other mitzvah that he did. Yeah. Okay, so uh, um, we know that Hashem didn't command him. Alright. So we um, we know that the other mitzvahs that he did, Hashem didn't command him to do. It wasn't something that Hashem asked him to do. Um, the bris milah, the circumcision, was something that uh, a mitzvah that Hashem commanded him to do, which already can be a simple answer. Meaning, why did he wait? He waited for God to command him. But then the question, why didn't he wait for God to command him everything else? 
Meaning it seems there's something unique about the Brismila. That Avram waited for some reason for Hashem to command him before doing it. Whereas the rest of Torah, Avram performed practice without God commanding him. Torah theory. Let me, because once practicing, this is actually making him a Jew. No, So the question is what makes him a Jew? Well, so before the Brismila, he wasn't called a Jew? No, he's he discovered God, perhaps. That's but he still wasn't Jewish. He's not Jewish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jewish okay, that, that can be an answer. I mean, I'm not sure. It's a good, it's a good uh, sort of, you know, what actually made him a Jew. Um, it's a whole discussion. No, but, uh, the theory. Maybe he didn't feel like it was proper for him to make himself a Jew on his own without a Shantalim to be one. But he could still practice. Okay, so they're very good, very good. I'm saying there obviously must be something deeper and something practical that we want to take out of the fact that he waited for Hashem to command him. But you're, you're, you're on the, we're, we're on the right track. So to understand why Avram waited for Hashem to command him to do the bris, as opposed to the rest of the mitzvahs, let's understand, firstly, what it means that Avram did all the mitzvahs. Because we know that Hashem gave us the Torah. When Hashem gave us the Torah, Hashem commanded us to do all the mitzvahs. Right? So, what, why, so to speak, why did we need Hashem to command us to do all the mitzvahs and give us the Torah if it already existed before? Avram already did it. What does it mean that Hashem gave us the Torah? They already knew all the mitzvahs. It was something that was passed down to be practiced, so to speak. So if Avram already knew about it, Yitzchak Yaakov, they knew that they learned the whole Torah, they knew the whole Torah, and they practiced it, then what exactly happened when Hashem gave us the Torah? So we discussed this in the past, one of the fundamental ideas in Hasidic teaching, um, that the big revolution that happened when Hashem gave the Torah, even though they knew about Torah before, it wasn't that Hashem gave the knowledge of Torah. It wasn't that Hashem gave the idea that there's these things that I want you to do. Because um, they already knew that there's these mitzvahs. Um, what, a, what a revolution was revolutionized when Hashem gave the Torah was the impact that a person, a human being, and a Jew can have on the world. So to speak, before the Torah was given, the world wasn't in the, pa- in the control of the human being, of a Jew. The world and godliness and holiness were two separate entities that had no way of merging. And they, they could not connect. Meaning, for example, a practical halachic uh, um, idea of this is we know tefillin, once we use tefillin to do the mitzvah, it's safe for when you read it, it's safe it's holy. In a way that you can't just throw it in the garbage. It goes in Shemus, Gneza, there's a certain way how we, how, we, how we treat it. And there's many halachas about when, you draw, when the Torah drops, right? And if chas v'shalom, the Torah would fall. Um, as soon as an object becomes used for a mitzvah, it becomes holy. It physically, the physical object becomes holy. That idea that a physical object can become holy did not exist before the Torah was given. Before the Torah was given, there was holiness and there was material, materialism. There was a physical world. And there was no way of merging the two. God created it in that way. In a way where the physical world cannot physically become holy. There could be people doing holy things, but not having an impact on the actual physical things in the world. They're changing the format. Not changing it. Meaning Avram did the mitzvahs. He, so to speak, put on tefillin and he did all that. But the objects that he used were exactly the same in their status of holiness before he used them and after. Nothing changed in them. They didn't become holy. They remained the same physical object that he could just throw in the garbage. What? Making himself holy. I'm saying he couldn't give himself a risk because it would have made him. Oh, you're, you're you're jumping ahead, but uh, we're gonna get to, we're gonna we're gonna turn we're gonna we're gonna go full circle. What? Very good. Every object, every object we use for a mitzvah becomes holy. That is something which was revolutionized when the Torah was given. Before the Torah was given, 
It is, you have to treat it in a special... It's not shameless, but you, have to, you can't just throw it in the garbage like a typical thing. Some people save it and they burn it with the comments. Yeah. Or you put, or you put um, that's nice again. Like so understanding this, um, this revolution of the Torah, that the Torah, that accomplishment God gave the Torah. Let's think about it a second. What does it mean that it was a revolution? It was a revolution because before the Torah was given, a human being is not capable of altering and changing physical things. You could take a physical object and turn it into something else. You could take material wood and make a box, make a bookshelf. You can make a car out of out of aluminum, out of metals. You can, we can take objects and turn them into another object, but to actually change the, the inside, the energy of objects is not within the ability of the human being. God gives life to the world, and that's it. We, we, can't, we can't have an impact and change the energy that there isn't in um, When Hashem gave the Torah, Hashem gave us an inhumane power, a godly power, a power to be able to actually alter and change the energy that there is within the physical things. And that is, we have the ability to make these holy. It's not a human thing. It's not a human capability. It's godly gifted. It's a godly power that Hashem had to give us. If Hashem wouldn't have given it to us on our own, we would not have the power to do that. God gave us the power to actually make physical things holy and make them godly. For that to happen, it needs to happen from God. That's the whole idea of a mitzvah. A mitzvah, God commanding. When God commands us to do something, it's not that, oh, we didn't know about doing it before. For example, not to, not to steal, not to... Uh, this is the whole discussion by that parasha we discussed it back then. Um, and all the basic things in Torah which a person would do on their own, right? God didn't need to command them to us to tell us to do them. We would know to do them. Like They're what? obvious. Like what? Not stealing, not, sure, not stealing. Sure. There's no moral compass. Okay, but to an extent, people, are, people know how to... Moral rules and moral values are something that exists. It does say in the Gemara, in Medrash, different places, that we would have learned different habits and behaviors from different animals. Learning to see how they behave, their nature. So, but what, 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 when God commanding us to do something is giving us the godly power to actually carry it out. That's, that's what it means, that God commanded us. Yeah. That the, God commanded us. wants to act terrible, Yeah. But there's certain characters of different animals that we can learn from. For example, it says, Sneos. We would learn sneeze from a cat, it says. Cats are, are very modest in the way they do things. They, they, mate, they mate in private. So we said we would learn modesty from a cat. Okay, but let's, let's uh, stick to the topic. So um, when God gave, commands us something, it gives us a godly power to do it. That means it's no, longer, it's no longer with our human power, it's now with a godly power. When we go and do a kind act, when we go and do something, as a mitzvah, a mitzvah means it's a command, it's no longer with our own human abilities, it's now with God's ability, which obviously is infinite and way beyond our limitations. So that's the power that Hashem did, gave us when He gave us the Torah, when He commanded us. Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, our forefathers, didn't have that. They did practice the whole Torah, they knew it, but not as commandments. Hashem never commanded it yet. Because Hashem never commanded it yet, they didn't have that godly power in what they were doing. That's why they couldn't impact the world and make things and change, alter the energy. They couldn't impact it because they weren't given the power to. So in general, um, because they weren't commanded to do things and they didn't have the godly power to do it, there's almost, if you think about it, there's almost a separation between us and them. Meaning the mitzvahs they did weren't really mitzvahs. The mitzvahs we do are mitzvahs. Because they weren't commanded, it's a completely different energy and power involved in the mitzvah. When they did it, it was their own human power. 
When we do it, it's, our, it's, a, it's a godly power. It's, it's worlds apart. What? Same reward. Um, the question is even God rewarding. So, so the, the, this, this will answer our question. This is why they were commanded, Avram waited till he was commanded to do a bris. Because Avram gives us the energy and the power to do everything we do. In a way. Being our forefather, we know everything comes as an inheritance of Avram, Mitzchak, and Yaakov. And they paved the path, they broke the ice, they were the first people, the first person to do something breaks the ice and that makes it easier for everyone else, right? Um, so Avram, Mitzchak, and Yaakov, they were the people that did that. Now they needed something, they needed something in their life that would, that would um, reflect the, the, what we do. Because everything we do is with the godly power, because Hashem commanded us, everything they do is with human power, because God didn't command them. Where would be the, the key of connection, connecting everything they do with what we do? It was through one mitzvah. The mitzvah of Brismila. The mitzvah of Brismila was that one mitzvah that God commanded. And Avram waited for Hashem to command him. For this exact reason. Because if, uh, if, uh, if they would have not waited for Hashem to command, nothing that they were doing was with godly power. This one mitzvah is like the channel through which everything else can come through. That everything Avram did was with the godly power channeling through this mitzvah which was commanded giving them the godly power to do the bris why the bris? because the bris is the only mitzvah which is unique which actually is a alter and changes and is something that, on the physical flesh what actually makes a person Jewish is the fact that the mother is Jewish. Even if they, if they don't have a bris, they're still Jewish. They have the status of an oral, meaning they have the status of someone that doesn't have a bris, but they're still Jewish. Yeah, there's many things that they can't partake in if they don't have a bris, but they're still Jewish. Meaning, when they get the bris, it doesn't make them Jewish, it makes them a new status of a, of a, a mole. Yeah. It helps bring out our neshama. That's what we say. It helps bring out our. It helps our soul express itself. Okay, but this is the idea. A little deep, and we got a little distracted. But uh, full circle. The reason why Avram waited um, for Hashem to command him to do the bris is for that reason. He needed one mitzvah, at least something to hold on to, which would be with godly power, and allow him to actually impact the world. And it's the bris because the bris is the one mitzvah which actually impacts our body. When we put on tefillin, we put it on the arm. But it doesn't actually change the arm. Nothing happens in the arm. Of course, the arm becomes more refined because it's being used for a mitzvah. Right? God gives us the power to change our physical being. Like we said, that was the revolution of the Torah being given. But actually changing our physical body doesn't happen through the typical mitzvah. Bris is that unique mitzvah which actually changes our physical body. To the extent where David HaMelech, there's a story, David HaMelech says in the Gemari that he reminded me that he was going, he was in the bathhouse and he was undressed and he looked around and said, Oi! I don't have uh, any connection with God right now being undressed and being in the bathhouse because you can't learn Torah, you can't do anything. Until David the Malik realized that he had a bris. And the bris is something that, that, uh, that's always on the body that you can't, uh, that always connects you. But this is the idea and the practical application of it is realizing that we have the ability and power to change and impact everything physical in the world. If you Google we this... We can actually change physical things in the world and that's the power Hashem gives us through a mitzvah. And we get that from our to the bris. Okay. You know that's why you can't